0: Welcome to The Bar Is Loaded, my name is Danny Taylor, I'm your host. Hi, I'm Thomas Regan and I am the owner of Psych Elite Performance. I'm the owner of Taylor Strength Training. Uh, this is our second episode today, but Fair. our third episode um, in total. Mm-hmm. So uh, Thomas has took his hoodie off because he doesn't want to look like he's a uh, scruff. Uh, that's but what, what we are going to talk about today in today's episode is the metal preparation um, behind training, behind competition, whether that's uh, for powerlifting, whether that's for, um, I don't know, like a football match, it could be anything related. So, Thomas is a sports psychologist. He is our mental conditioning coach. Um, and you're going to lead the way with this
1: one, aren't you, Thomas? I'll try to. Okay, Love, cool. no pressure. Over to you. No pressure. Okay, so um, mental preparation. Many it's not like um what we said on the second episode, one size fits all. Um, mental preparation can have, you know, different effects on different people and it depends what sport you do. So if it's an individual sport, if it's a team sport, you know, what are your goals what what do you want out of there, your competition, what do you want out of your mental preparation as well. And mental preparation really it can be a year before, you know, we. A day before even four years with the olympic with olympics so Mm. mental preparation can happen anytime at any any place and you can do it anytime in any place because obviously it's in your head so yeah um so it can be short term it can be long term yeah and i think i think the, the the more you do it the more mental preparation you do the better you will be at actually performing on competition day or performing whatever you want to perform. I know for me personally, um, as a competitive powerlifter,
0: or at least I was, <laughs> before the injuries, before the darts. <laughs> when I was actually competing, um, visualisation was a big thing for me and I know that's a big part of mental preparation and just being able to actually um imagine yourself on the platform. Been able to squat, bench, deadlift, do a certain weight, get a, get a PB, yeah. um, see myself on the podium, for example, or like see myself with that qualifying toll for British. Yeah. Like, I do not just in training, but in all aspects of life, I do tend to visualize a lot. I do kind of have this. Uh, you yeah, suppose you'd call it like a bubble and like you can kind of see where you want to be Yeah. Uh, and i think that's why i'm so like kind of like driven and motivated all the time because i'm always like seeing myself um
1: like at that end goal yeah and that's what it that's what it's all about is that when you visualize yourself doing it you will be more motivated to do it otherwise you're just going to be going through the motions you're not going to you know you're not going to if 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 you're not visualising where you want to be, then what you doing? Where, are you, where are you going? Where are you going? You know, if, if you can't visualise yourself, it's like, you know what? It's like getting to a destination. Yeah. You know, say like you're in a car, okay, I vale. yeah. no want to go you know, to Egbert fail Yeah. No either. one wants to go to where No one wants to go to Egbert Don't get the 60 either. But, you know, if, say that, that's a go, that's your destination. So you know where you're going. It's like visualisation, you know, you know where you want to go, otherwise, you're going to go nowhere, you're going to be lost, so you do need a certain visualisation and a drive to get where you want to be, and, you know, it can happen in, you know, it can be anything, really, visualisation, you can do, like, relaxation visualisation, you know, you can do uh, your actual competitive lifts and just do it in your head. Like, for example, um, Becky. Right, I remember telling her to visualise her. So Becky castle No, no, no. Becky Curry. Becky Curry. Yeah. So she was also going, a high-level athlete. Yes. In multiple sports. In multiple sports. And she was roller derby and powerlifting for and, context. Yeah, and and she was going for a PB and a deadlift uh, a couple of months ago. And I told her, right before you do it, visualise yourself lifting this weight up and um and she did it she, she did visualize it and she did it but then she told like but even though it was a pb she said oh i don't feel as excited or i don't feel as, as good as i should do because i, I already did it she yeah. already did it in her head yeah so she wasn't even though it was a pb that makes
0: sense because she puts a lot of pressure on herself becky so when she doesn't get a lift she gets quite frustrated mm-hmm. so that does make sense what you've just yeah. said the fact that she's already done it in her mind if she cannot do it, like actually, if she can't do it physically. Yeah. Then I can see how that might have a setback on someone like Becky, who yeah. holds herself at a really high standard. So, um, how how does one just to digress slightly? How does how does a person how does how does an individual uh, deal with that? Deal with what? Sorry. The visual, like being able to visualize it as like as clear as day, but then not being
1: able to actually do it, um... and that causing a setback for them psychologically well it does cause a setback but you know what if you keep doing it you will eventually get it like so if you act like it could be a technical issue with the lift you know it could be like uh, you rounded your back a little bit on a deadlift and so it wouldn't go up but you know what if you if they kept visualizing it and you know they kept thinking you know what? i'm gonna do this one day i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this they will do it they they will do it like even though it's a setback, you just need to understand that okay, it's a setback. But they will eventually do it if they keep visualizing, they keep, they keep having this goal in their head. So that
0: was that. Is that your best advice for someone then? Like Becky, for example, who would put a lot of pressure on themselves to achieve a certain number or get a certain lift. If they couldn't get that lift repeatedly, um, like they after uh, get... after months and months of trying and being at similar numbers, uh, would you say that's the be- the best advice? Just Keep consistently
1: visualizing. Keep yeah, because I mean I don't know many people that who don't visualize, and it takes them months and months and months to not do that lift, because eventually they will do it. If maybe if they um if they don't get it, maybe it might be like they're not you know I don't know like a physical thing like they're not eating enough, they're not you know the technical a technical issue yeah. with the lift. Yeah, but I think they can. It, it, like yeah, I've got a great example, Jenny. I think we were uh, showing with Jenny with, with bench press, he said, oh, "I can't get over a certain number. You just need to keep visualizing it, and you know what, it will eventually come." I know. I know, got... I know with the likes of Jenny, she does tend to get like mental blocks.
0: Jenny yeah. Jenny's a competitive powerlifter. She's also a competitive strongman, strongwoman. You know, whatever. Whatever you want to call it, yes. I'm pretty sure the strong women call it strong man because that's just the name of the it's sport. It's just the name of the sport, yeah. And uh, not, but anyway, um, yeah. So Jenny is like again like a high level competitor in multiple sports, strength sports to be specific, and um, she's been training powerlifting for almost oh, about three years now, actually, um, two years consistently, and she's been to national events. Um, and she again, uh, someone else who puts a lot of pressure on themselves to perform. I know she's uh, done well with your visualization stuff as well in the past. You work closely with her. Yeah. Um, for Jenny, it's not a strength issue. She's always got the strength to do the lift. Mm-hmm. She does get in her own head before she does something because um, you'll see in warm ups, like even some warm ups that she does, like look heavy. But then like she might do the top heavy lift for that day. Um, so for example, she might do like 70 kilo on the bench press and it might be difficult, and then she does 80, and it's an absolute rocket, yeah. but then some days, it's the other way around, some days she can't press the top heavy, and it's never a strength issue, so I've seen her press like 82 and a half. Um, I've seen her press 85 kilo once, and it, when she'd done it, it moved like a lightning, yeah. and then she's not been able to hit that since,
1: so what would be your advice, for someone like that? Um, I'd say just, you know, be stay confident in your ability. Hmm. I think confidence is a big thing because if you if you go under the bar thinking that you're not gonna do anything, you're not gonna do it. You're not, gonna it, you're not literally gonna do it. It's like it's but, hard though, isn't it? it's yeah, easy it is said hard. And done. It is, but and Profit, you know, you've
0: got to. Tra- I reckon you've got to train your mind as hard as you train your body. Yes, definitely. If not harder, because yeah. obviously it's your mind that controls what your body does. So exactly, it's
1: like it's you just know, chemical reactions. Is it um, playing golf? You know. Just say, okay, you, you line up for a shot and you don't hit, okay, don't hit it in the bunker, 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 just top it into the bunker. It, it happens. So if Is you, that because you're
0: focusing on the negative? Yeah. You're not focusing on the positive? Yeah. You're not thinking about hit it 200 green, yards, hit it, it to yards, yeah, yeah. or something
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like if I'm chipping it, like, you know, chipping on the green, chipping on the green, chipping on the green. I should be saying chipping on the green, but I don't. I say don't hit it in the bunker. From a psychological oh, point yeah. of view, that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, you shouldn't think of the negative, so don't think going under a bar, okay, I'm not going to hit this weight, it's too heavy for me, or, you know, I haven't hit this weight for ages, go with, Go into the lift with a positive attitude, be confident with it, if it doesn't go up, okay, it doesn't go up, just, you know, next time it'll come up, you keep visualising, keep being confident, and eventually it will happen have deadlifts going on outside so if you can hear
0: some uh some clanking and some banging we've got a couple of powerlifters in doing some yeah. heavy lifting outside so many apologies for the interruption there but at least there's not a phone ringing like last week i
1: know yeah yeah at
0: yeah. least it sounds like we're actually in a gym now and we've, yeah <laughs> things that are actually happening here so you, you will hear people speaking and clanking weights around in the background there yeah and and, and coming back like to um uh, now the other becky as well is
1: that like which Becky's this? Ca- uh, Becky Castle um, so world champion in Muay Thai kickboxing. We we had a session doing um, visualization, and we were going through each round. Like yeah. we got it, I got it into like a relaxed state. And then um, we were going through. She was going through each round in her head. You know what she gonna do? Yeah. What what will, what will she do? And we we'll, and we were putting different scenarios in her head. So, you know. It worked for her, because when she got to fight night, she had, in her back of her head, she had all the things that she was about to do, or the the, the other fighter in her arsenal. So, for example, when we were sitting here, she was like, okay, she might come at me, and I might be on the ropes. So, And I was like, so what are you going to do about that? And she was like, okay, well, I'm just visualising myself, you know, getting off the ropes, um, you know, moving around, blah, blah, blah and then I'm going to go on the offensive. And stuff like that really helps with um, mental prep. So she's essentially flipped the negative into a positive? Yes, and, and she's just creating different scenarios in her head as well. Yeah. And, you know, it can be the same with powerlifting. Like, don't visualise yourself always getting, like, say, for a safe deadlift, say, you know, okay, I've got 200, I'm going to go for 207 and 215. Yeah. Not in half like that. Yeah. So visualize your scenarios. Like say, okay, I got two hundred. I might, and then visualize yourself not getting a two hundred five or something. You know what I mean.
0: Yeah. So. So you you are exploring all possibilities. Yes. And then there's and then you're looking at like how you
1: can flip that into a positive. Yeah, because you're not always going to be pressured. Yeah. To so, so you know if you have got it in your head that I'm doing two hundred, then two hundred seven, whatever. But you don't get to two oh seven, you're putting pressure on yourself then because you and then you're like oh for you. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think visualising different scenarios really helps. Don't obviously don't visualise yourself bombing out because that's not gonna help anyone. But make sure that you know when you're um, when you're mental when you're mentally prepping and you're visualising, just before you lift, just see yourself doing it. I think that's the best that that's the best advice I can I can give just before competition, and and you know I do it um every time that I go for a PV or something, I don't know if you notice on my videos, but I always put my I always put two hands on the bar, and then I just look at the bar because what I'm doing is I'm visualising myself going up and down when I'm squatting.
0: You see that a lot with a lot of, a lot of lifters as well, especially at like um like world level. Yeah. You know, they they will have like a certain routine and this is talking about powerlifting, but mm. this I suppose this could relate to any sports, like certain footballers might do a certain uh, I don't know, ritual like they you know, they might pray to God or whatever it is that they, they do before they go onto the the field and that's to make them feel more them secure. Getting them in the zone, isn't yeah. it? Like they're they're switching that on. Mm. So whatever they've done with their sports psychologists and mental conditioning coaches they uh, they start that visualization process
1: when they they do that.
0: Yeah. Essentially, that's their visualization.
1: Yeah, and especially, like, um, you know, people. Uh, I, f- I forget what footballer it was, but he said, when he was in the when he's in the tunnel, all he can think about, he doesn't think about the crowd. He doesn't think about like, anything apart from what he's going to do on that, and he's. Pitching himself in certain situations that would benefit his performance. Yeah. So say I, I forget who it was, but he, I'm sure he was a striker. But what he was doing, he was just visualizing on the pitch and going, okay, if I'm here, then you know what can I do here to yeah. shoot? You know, yeah. and what what yeah. what am I gonna penalties? Maybe might just like yeah. people who, who walk up to a penalty. Just visualizing. Visualizing it. Yeah. Visualizing it. You know. What
0: corner am I gonna go in? And it's really impressive for people to be able to do that. It must take a long time, like mentally, for you to be able to program that into your brain. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. It's not something that happens overnight, I assume. No. unless you just like naturally
1: really good at it, like you take to it quite well. Yeah, but you, you know, you need to be so confident in your abilities that when you visualize it, you've got to do what you've what what you told yourself to say. A penalty, yeah. for example, if you visualize going bottom left. You'll, you have to go bottom left because you visualise that, so you do that. Yeah. If you change your mind, more than like, more often than not, it's not going to go your way. It's going to go your way, yeah. So it's going to go over the bar. Exactly. So I think, yeah, mental, um, mental prep. I'm sorry, visualisation uh, visualisation's a big part. What's of the difference prep? between um
0: the visualisation and the focus then? So is the, for me in my opinion, like you've got your visualisation, which is like. The plan, mm-hmm. and then the focus is the is the
1: execution of it. Yes, yeah, the drive. Okay. The focus is the drive. So you know you visualised it. You visualise what you want. Now you have got to drive towards that. You have got to focus. You know you got to concentrate towards that goal essentially. Um. And you know what? What's the point in visualising if you're not going to focus and you're not going to do it properly? So you gotta. You gotta give hundred. Hundred and ten percent. So your whatever you visualize, you give hundred and ten percent to it, and you drive towards what you visualize. I think that's a, a, a the the main part of being focused.
0: You see um, people doing it in different ways as well. Like I've seen people at competitions, and this is relating to powerlifting again, and even in other competitions, like so cool and like calm and collective, and they never like get hyped or yeah. excuse me the coffee. Um, like, is that their routine? Have they? Have they? Or is that just the way they are? Like, sometimes I see people and I'm I'm thinking, don't look like you switched on for this, but then they perform. So, is that just the
1: way they do it? I think that's just yeah. I think that's just the way they are. Um, obviously, like, it depends what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So,
0: would you do you think it's fair to say that focus depends on your perspective?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, some people look focused,
1: but that. Obviously, that's relative, isn't it? Yeah, but the yeah, but the but you don't know what's going on in there. They could they could as soon as they like when their name gets called, they might just have to switch and just go okay now focus. There is a pilot that, that reminds me of that. Um,
0: she competed at the British Women's Championships. Uh, Joy. I don't want to butcher a surname. Yeah. Um. She she went to world, didn't she? She went to world. Yeah. Um. She weighs like fifty two kilo, maybe even less. Um and she pulled like four times bodyweight deadlift, but before she goes onto the platform, um she's sucking on a lollipop and reading a book. Yeah. And um like she's so calm, like she's just like like she hasn't got a care in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't think she's about to go and like do win, world record or win yeah. or like world record. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I. I remember. So different compared to what other people do, because like lifting weights is normally associated with like getting yourself hyped up as well. Mm. So. And it just
1: probably just works for her. Like, I so remember, it is individual? Yeah, it's an individual thing. And I remember, like, I tried to, she didn't reply back. Um, but I was asking her why she was doing that or how, what, what was going through her head when she was actually reading the book.
0: Joey, if you listen to this, get back to Thomas. We want to know what goes on inside your head yes. before you do four times while you eat deadlifts. Yeah. Or come here. What book are you reading? <laughs> what's what's in that lollipop that's what I want to know yeah Joey you're great by the way like, yeah. Joy doesn't necessarily look like she lifts either like she's not got a lot of muscle mass she's just naturally strong she's just
1: got it yeah. like she is it's, she is a very very good power skill lift. of the lift is just un, unmatched yeah. This shows does not it like technique is better than you know being really really strong having good technique you can get at your places definitely get into the world um, so
0: you've got the visualization, you've got the focus, and then you've got the relaxation. I'm just referring to your blog here, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that this is where like the anxiety and stuff can come into play, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think this is um, you know, mental preparation. If people suffer from anxiety or suffer and they put loads of pressure on themselves, I think um, relaxation is a is a really good technique and to help um stop well not stop it but decrease stress manage and manage yeah. stress yeah i mean i don't know about you if you've ever felt like stressed before a competition or if you have nerves before competitions
0: initially yeah because uh, it was just a new experience for me but i've tried both being aggressive and being really calm in my approach mm-hmm. and when i've been calm and spent more time visualizing and just being like really um it's the word i'm looking for uh, yeah just really like uh, collective and not yeah. like, like burning myself up before I even get onto the platform I yeah. uh, found my performance has been better uh, my last performance was one of the best ever and I was just like really cool, I had no expectations um, I actually went in thinking I was going to have a bad day because I I'd lost like over a stone in body weight <sighs> in the lead up to it because I wasn't well um, I felt like dog shit on the day I have the squat PB um, and matched, I think
1: matched, one of my best holes ever, so, yeah. and finished third. Yeah, and like, when you say, like, burning yourself out, Yeah. people who are so aggressive, like, obviously it could work most of the time if it works for you, it works for you, I just couldn't get that angry, because I knew I'd tie myself out mentally, yeah. before I'd even, like, maybe it might work for your squat. Get really angry for your squat, you know, and then, then you you're bench yeah, mm. and deads. Yeah, and you just and you just like drained. You've mm. me, meant meant not maybe not even physically drained, just mentally drained, and that, that that has a big effect on your performance as well. Because if yeah. you think, oh you know what, I really can't be asked like doing this. I can't be asked. I'm, I'm not gonna get this. And that's when the you know the negative thoughts start creeping in when you get more fatigued, and more tired, which probably doesn't have. Doesn't help when you when you do your deadlift at, right at the end. Yeah, when you're <laughs> fatigued and like absolutely drained anyway. Yeah, you yeah exactly. So yeah. you know, try and be more conservative about it. Try and like maybe rein in on the aggressive side. I mean, you obviously you've got to reflect on your performances from previous competitions, which is another thing we can talk about in another video. Reflective reflection, yeah, definitely. But um, I think yeah, just by being. Just being more conservative with your mental, um, you know, your mental like capacity kind of thing, like just rein it in a little bit, and you'll probably see better results. Yeah. And and that'll help with your mental stress as well. Like when you visualize, don't visualize yourself going balls to the wall all the time, because you will get mentally tired, and it'll probably have an effect on your performance as well. Yeah. Like remember Richie competition last year. And he, kept, he went in with no expectations he wanted to do it just for fun. And he, he did well. And he did he had a good day. Really, yeah. Yeah. Richie does tend to wind himself up a lot mm-hmm. as well
0: in the gym. Um but I think that's his way of releasing stress as well. Yeah. Um I do now and then, it just depends on what I've got going on with life. Yeah. Um sometimes you do need to just, you know, make some noise or <sighs> yeah. Just uh you know, do a big heavy lift
1: to just release some stress it Yeah, but it's maybe, important. It is important, but maybe he does it like so uh, he doesn't really do it until he gets onto the platform. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on through his head before he gets onto the platform. Yeah. But once he gets onto the platform, that should be his like switch. Yeah. Where okay now you're aggressive. Do it. What a lift takes what thirty. 30 seconds, 30, 30 seconds to a minute depends on what they're seconds, doing. Yeah. So, that's nine minutes of the whole day being aggressive.
0: Yeah.
1: So next, if if you go nine for nine. He's definitely aggressive for about nine hours, a day, Richie, Though. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Richie. Relaxation <laughs> techniques. <Richie. laughs> but yeah, um, but that just just a, a, an example, like you know. Um, I don't know any other lifters who like who burn themselves, who can burn themselves out Jordan competitions. Uh, I think the, the, there's a
0: few people who might get themselves a little bit wound up, and then there's people who, um, you know, who are more. That was the word I was looking for: conservative. Yeah. I found when I'm more conservative, um I can perform better cuz yeah. I've I can think more clearly. Mm-hmm. Um I can channel my energy better yeah. and I think that's what it comes down to, being able to channel like whatever
1: energy you've got. Yeah, Becky is really uh she she loves all that like auras and you know positive energy. Becky and, Curry. You no. Know, and uh, Yeah, so it's like you know pose, surround yourself with positive energy and you know if that works for you, it works for you, like, and I, I can get where she's coming from, like, you know, pulling in all the positive energy, because you feel better by pulling in your po- the positive energy, and, you know, ne- like, so, if you're burning out all the time, you're being too aggressive, that's negative energy, that's not what yeah. you want, you need to release, release it in, a, in certain ways, relaxation. Would you say negative energy has its uses? To an extent. I think you can't use it all the time like negative being negative is not a
0: great what thing about being able to like use it and, and put it into something positive though for example yeah um, I use doubts as a big motivator mm. what is that I, next for you it's a, it's a big negative thing and like pressure as well and anxiety like I they're all negative aspects but I try and turn them into positives so they motivate me to like reach a goal do a little bit more mm. like work harder whatever it is
1: but if you do it too much would you just feel like like you're pressured all the time to do something or you doubt got yourself too much I
0: always feel pressured and I kind of like it and I kind of don't mm. do you know but do you ever have a break? I can't kind of like uh I'm kind of kind of got like this this two-faced this uh two sides of the coin kind of personality it's like and um, there's times where I'll just be like oh, I can't be asked and then but then most of the time like it fuels
1: the fire you know yeah so I mean it, it that's just obviously it's a well, what works for you and what doesn't work I mean I personally I I don't think like I wouldn't pr- pr- put pressure under myself too much but sometimes you can use it as a you know, I know people like get aggressive during lifts, and that's a negative emotion. But if you have it all the time, like, I, I for, for me, I couldn't put too much uh, doubt cause I, I, I know that I'll just be doubtful all the time. So I just leave it. I don't, I don't even look at like negative emotions really. I try to be as positive as I can. But that's just that's just my personal
0: opinion. So sports that you'd typically get hyped for then obviously you've got powerlift and. Uh, and then in contrast, weightlifting like the weightlifters are extremely conservative. Mm-hmm. The only like aggressive weightlifter I know of is like Klockov. Um, and he's not aggressive until like he actually and it's more of like an elation for him. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of celebrates. It doesn't really look like he screams, but it looks like it's mm-hmm. like he's celebrating. When mm-hmm. he does a like a big lift, he's kinda of like Ah Yeah you know, yeah. Like, yes, kind of. Um Terrible clock up impression yeah. there. <laughs> You're going to see that on the video as well. That's going to be great. Um, and then you've got like American football. I'm not sure if they kind of the hype up in rugby, but a lot of American sports, contact sports, they tend to do like proper hype themselves up. Yeah. Like they'll do all like the. What um, they do in rugby actually. Like they do the. Um, oh, the, um, just, the hacker. The hacker. I just yeah. butchered that out of my. Like, someone's going <laughs> to annihilate me for that. Um, do the hacker. And I know that's like a bit of a spiritual thing, Yeah. but like I feel hyped watching it. I've got goosebumps watching. It. I'm like, ah, oh, like oh, yeah. I want to do it. Uh, and then in powerlifting, you'll see people like getting slapped on the back before they go on for lift. Like some of our lifters like doing it just to wake them up, but then when they're in the gym, they're just conservative. Yeah. Um. So like that's them getting switched on. Um. So do you do you feel like like the hype then and building hype and all that? Do you think that's an important aspect of
1: sport? Yeah, I think I think it is building, you know, cuz it it brings out confidence in yourself, you know, yeah. like that like with American football players like I love American football and you know every time it's such they, an aggressive sport. I love it. But every time that the every time that the the um, just before the you know pre-game they're always like let's go and yeah. like all jumping up and down like a, like a massive team and like yeah. uh, you know no one comes in our house blah blah blah. Yeah who's uh, house oh house yeah and it just gets you so like motivated get, I don't know it just gets you like set hype but it brings out confidence you know like no one's coming in my territory and, uh, you know I'm going to have a brilliant game today blah 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 and it's just all positive energy and even after the game as well like you know when they all put the uh, when they all put the like the fists all in together and they all yeah. want three and then so it's just like a togetherness and a team bonding thing and you know it just it just makes you feel good. I think that's why I think positivity is... I strive on positivity more than using the negative emotions. It's as, Would you say that's related
0: with aggression?
1: Uh, because
0: if you compare that to like an individual sport like powerlifting and, and you've got someone slapping you on the back, that could be associated with hype, but typically it's associated with being aggressive. So how do, yeah. you, de- how do you define the two?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't. Is it don't just really...
0: the way? Is it just the way the two different sports
1: are? Or, do you <sighs> think? I don't know, cause it it depends what what sport you you're doing as well. Obviously, like say a golfer, you're not gonna go like slapping them on the back. It's a gentleman's but... sport, isn't it? It's uh, it requires
0: I... a lot more focus as well. Yeah. Even... And it's not. There's no like contact. It's not like it requires a lot of physical strength like powerlifting or uh, American football, football would. Okay um or even weightlifting for that matter. But if you compare like powerlifting and weightlifting, like you don't see people getting hyped up before they go and do a snatch. Not mm. really. Because um, it it's probably real. You know,
1: I I requires uh, a lot more technical skill I find. Yeah, I think that's to do with um I'm trying to think of the words enough for So you normally get really hyped for a for a sport that, you know, is Uses a lot of muscle groups, and I forget what it's called now. Is that because of like nervous energy that you'd have
0: in like in your in your body in your muscles? Yeah, and yeah. You you can sometimes you get like the
1: shakes. Yeah, is that what that is? Yeah, and you can't you can't do that for like oh motor skills so fine motor skills and um, so fine motor skills are like you know something that needs to be very very precise, so you don't get that hype for it because there's no point in getting that hype for it. So you know. Olympic weightlifting, it's very, very precise. So, you need to be it's a fine motor skill, even well, it. it's kind of it's but it's a gross, gross motor skill and a fine motor skill, so right. Because obviously, you're lifting a lot of weight, but even though you're lifting a lot, it's got of to be weights, proficient, yes, yes, you've got to be so, yeah, exactly, you've got to be proficient in what you Same do. Same with golf, now yeah, so but there's so there's. But powerlifting is
0: a bit different because less you know, specific with like powerlifting and uh, American football and rugby and stuff. You have yeah, the rec- focus is required. It's a team sport, um. So like you can kind of share that focus and share mm. that energy. Yeah. Um. But it's you, you. don't need that. Like that definitive skill. It's not like you need to like purely focus. Like there's no doesn't need there's no need for like quiet or anything yeah, like that. Exactly,
1: and that's why I think. That's why I have a, a an admiration for Olympic weightlifters is because like say with a, a deadlift or a bench, well maybe not bench but squat and deadlift, if your technique isn't great you can still pull that lift and you can still lock yeah. it out. Yeah, most of the time. Most, most of the time with Olympic weightlifting. Yeah, if you, you start, the, start the pull back it's not moving. Yeah. yeah.
0: If, yeah if it's you, like if you, do if you go wrong. back to golf as well, if you you don't swing properly, oh yeah, it's um, going in the trees. Yeah, so if you try and swing like you've seen golfers, like you get a bit pissed off because they've had like a bad day or something like that, and like they just try and welly it, yeah. and like they'll miss or like um it'll be like a re- like it land up in the bunker or the trees or the pond, like um yeah, the the best golfers like will always maintain like a good level of discipline, yeah, which just
1: is a, a psychological aspect as well. Mm. I think yeah, discipline a big even like uh, in powerlifting. Be disciplined, you know. If you feel like you're not, you're not getting what you want out of the, out of the day, okay. Just you know, reflect reflect on that and, just, and be disciplined. Don't 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 be giving yourself like negative emotions all the time. Going, oh, I'm I'm shit at this. Why am I even here? I can't even be asked to do my deadlift. Yeah. Because I've already, you know, I've I failed the last two. So what's the point in even trying the third? Yeah. So discipline's a really big part of it as well. But then it just depends on, on the on the person as well, you know. So Yeah. So like come back to it, be aggressive, but do it in a way that that helps you. If it so doesn't help essentially, you Essentially
0: you need to be able to use your discipline to channel the aggression. Yeah. So it's very similar to like martial arts and that then and i, I practice jiu-jitsu you're part of our jiu-jitsu as well traditional japanese jiu-jitsu um self-defense and um it it took me a long time to be able to um deploy this level of self-discipline mm. i remember when i first started and it was very like um I, I always felt like quite like uh like aggressive and i always felt like kind of um i was uh, emotional somewhat yeah. like um, you know I always felt like quite nervous when I'd go into the dojo yeah um, I would uh, I would try and use a lot of strength I would t- I would like tense up constantly when I'd get thrown and now that I've been doing it for almost 10 years um, and I've managed to reach uh, a downgrade grade as well and I teach it now as well um, because you've just done it for that long and you know how to prepare your mind for it yeah like it becomes so much easier and you have a deeper understanding of it. And I think that has helped me with other aspects of training and life too. Yeah. Like having that discipline and having that um, that self-control yeah. and knowing how to control, like, I don't know, if someone like punches me in the face or like um, s- like slips a kick or something and it hits me, like I've, obviously I've got to know how to respond to that. Yeah. You're not going to um, just go start smashing the, the heads in and stuff. Exactly. So, like,
1: I think that's important. I don't know, I don't know how you can relate to that. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. And, and obviously, when I... Well, I mean, I've only been doing it for a couple of months.
0: Yes, that, that, that's why I should your opinion, because yeah. obviously I've been doing it for so long now, yeah. you're essentially new, so...
1: I think with it, I just have to trust, like, the person that, yeah. I'm, that um, I'm with. So, you know, if they hit throw me or, some, or they do a move... Then I have to be really disciplined in that, like they could really hurt me. But I know it's, it's by accident. It? Yeah. yeah, I know it's by accident. I know they don't. I don't. They don't mean it. Yeah, it's not malicious. Either. Yeah, it's not malicious. And then even like sparring, just you know, being disciplined with your punches, not going hundred percent with your punches. What I find that people aren't
0: able to do is control themselves when they are doing light sparring. Yeah. Like when it's just like um,
1: Because it probably the aggress- semi contact or whatever. The aggression probably takes over, that's why. Yeah. And they just they just lose sight of the discipline. Yeah. So I mean You think it you, comes down to experience? It it'll come down to experience as well, but like being able to emotionally regulate your you know yeah. like just emotion yeah, just the regulation. I know people have been doing it longer than me and they
0: do struggle to control like the their emotions and uh, they can tend to get like more aggressive, yeah. and not not, not very uh, well disciplined compared to like even some white belts I've seen who are like really like quite placid. Yeah. It might need more aggression, you know. It might need to
1: actually Maybe. put it on a little bit more. Yeah, I um, like interesting. Because I when I, even when I I'm doing something, I feel like even though I'm, I'm not putting that much aggression into it. I feel like I'm going to hurt them anyway.
0: Yeah, and I
1: don't really want to do that. So, that, that does come with experience yeah, So and that's another level of discipline that's probably on the other end of the side of the spectrum that I'm not that's being
0: able to know how to put something on so that you can apply it proficiently without hurting someone else yeah. and that does take it's a skill it's yeah. not as much discipline it's more of a skill yeah. it's knowing like at what percentage do you need to stop yeah. you need to be able to obviously have discipline of your own strengths mm. but obviously your application of the technique needs to be really good as well. So you know when and when not to be able to put something on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. And I think that does come down to experience and your your skill
1: of it. Yeah, and even, even like, so when it comes to the, you know, experience with powerlifting or whatever sport that you do, use visualization, use focus, you know, use discipline, and, and and use your emotions where you see fit that actually aids your performance so like you i know you said you used anxiety and self-doubt if it works for you then use it but don't use it all the time because it eventually it's not going to work or you're gonna, or you're just going to put too much pressure on yourself and then you know it won't work Yeah. So, yeah. Big, deadlift there.
0: big deadlifts going on and I think uh, we've covered all aspects of that there, I mean we could probably go a little deeper into it but um, mm. I think we're, we're strapped for time aren't we so yeah I've got to go to, uh, got, to go got to go to work I've got, to do, I've got to go to train <laughs> oh, I'm jealous I to so, go to train guys hope you enjoyed that episode if you would like to um, give us your opinion on that, leave a comment in the comments section and we'd love to discuss that with you Yes. Uh, head over to Thomas's blog as well if you want to read a little bit more about um,
1: metal preparation. Where can we find you, Thomas? Uh, you can find me on Uh Go over to the blog and it will be there. There is more on the blog about the process of actually being in competition and then the reflection after competition as well. But I think that could be we could use that for a video. Sounds a reflective good. Reflective practice. Sounds good.
0: Have a little look at that, guys. Let us know what you think in the comments. Do like and share as always. Uh, you can, can find us on
1: all different platforms now. Go on. I was going to say, I'll put the link under the comments on the Facebook page.
0: Send me the link over, and we'll make yeah. sure it's in the um, description of all that like we yes. all the platforms you put it on. You can find us yeah. on uh, all the main platforms now. The uh, audio platforms. You've got iTunes. We've got SoundCloud. We've got uh, Spotify. Spotify. I always forget about that one. You know. It's always on the tip of my tongue, but I always forget. Uh, all the video platforms like YouTube, IGTV, Instagram, and Facebook, you'll find us there because we are uh, on video as well. So you'll find us there. Hi to you guys. Um, <laughs> otherwise, make sure you tune in for the next episode of The Bar Is Loaded. Thanks Thank very you. much. I like it.